today's gospel passage, we have this story of the rich man and Lazarus. And as the story progresses, we hear that Lazarus dies and clearly is in heaven. <clears throat> but in his life on the earth, he had so little. We too need to pray for that spirit of poverty about us, that detachment from things and an attachment each day more closely to the Lord. We hear in John chapter 15 of the vine and the branches that apart from me, it states in that passage, apart from me you can do nothing. But conversely, with me, all things are possible. So for each of us, that spirit of self-denial, that making, as I just made the announcement about the really the necessity to pray and to fast, particularly for the upcoming Senate, it'll be early in October, <clears throat> may we pray that we can be people that seek, that seek the Lord in order for him to be found. And we also always pray for that spirit of chastity about us, that we must never there must be no duplicity in any one of us. Be without guile. Be a person that is so in love with the Lord that he or she speaks of him often. They, of course, make every opportunity to pray, to be coming to the holy sacrifice of the Mass, <clears throat> to spend time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, to pray the Rosary, to pray a family rosary, to fast, to fast from things not necessarily, yes, food and drink are part of that, but fasting from other things that may keep us from the Lord. How about fasting from gossiping? No gossiping, you know, no speaking ill of a brother or sister. Saints in scripture do nothing that will sadden the Holy Spirit. May we pray also to always be obedient. Sometimes that can be very difficult, not always easy <clears throat> to be obedient. The church, she certainly sets up, does she not, guidelines of the, the Ten Commandments that are so laid out so perfectly. We have the Beatitudes, we have the precepts of the church, how well do we follow all of those, of those commandments? How much do we follow the precepts of the church? And it states also in scripture that my commandments are what? Are not burdensome. So when we do it the Lord's way, he is helping us along that path. He is helping us. The Blessed Mother, she is helping us. Our particular guardian angel, that guardian angel is helping us. The angels and saints, Saint Michael, as we pray at the end of every Mass here. The Saint Michael prayer, what a power, powerful prayer to pray, particularly in these days of this fall of 2019. 
We should be praying that prayer of St. Michael throughout the day. We should be praying, we should be reminded to pray the Angelus. In the morning time, upon waking up would be great, the noontime hour and the evening hour around 6 p.m. would be marvelous. All these ways are, are ways that we can remain obedient, that we can have that spirit of poverty about us, that we can be like Lazarus and that he was given this great gift where the rich man in this life unfortunately failed miserably because he didn't, because it say, states, for I am suffering torments in these flames. <clears throat> May we realize that heaven and hell exist. May we realize that we will have to give an account of our lives one day to the Lord. And that should be a sobering thought for each one of us. It certainly is for me, because I will be held accountable for so much. For each of us, for much that has been given, much will be expected. The Lord expects us to be trying to be, to become a saint. And sometimes people have said through the years, you know, well, I hope, I hope to get to heaven. I think that should be changed that, yes, my desire is to get to heaven and I want to go straight to heaven upon death. Not that, well, I hope, I hope that I get to purgatory, you know. Well, I certainly hope so, you know. Because you see how the bar can be raised so high if we say, yes, I desire, Lord, make me a saint. Now, if we dare to pray that prayer, we should, what, expect persecution. We should expect difficult times. It's not going to be a rose garden in this life. If we pray that prayer, we will be persecuted. We will be misunderstood. But this is where the person doesn't become so flustered and throw up their arms and say, well, I don't know. I don't know. You know I'm going to give up. We can never give up. We can never lose sight of the Lord. It states in the letter to the Hebrews, keep your eyes fixed, fixed on him. May we do just that. And when we are looking at someone, we are seeing their, their posture and how they are responding to what we're saying. And we need to be listening. We need to be good listeners as we are disciples of the Lord, listening to him because he is speaking to us often. But have we heard his voice, the Lord's voice, in the past 24 hours? Clearly, he has spoken to each one of us in the past 24 hours. Have we heard his voice? And certainly in the example of Lazarus, he did hear the voice of the Lord. He was, he was poor in this life, but rich in the, in the next life. We never sell ourselves short. Each one here has the capacity to become a great saint. And we need to believe that. And that's where, the, that's where the, the gap there is, right? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, Father. You know, maybe you, but not, not me, you know. You see how the gap should be then put together and say, Yes, Lord, make me a saint. Make me a person that, that is an evangelizer of you, Lord. Because ultimately, we have to give an account of our lives to him. If we're always speaking of him in a reverent way, I'm sure that would absolutely would please him. 
So again, may we never lose sight of the Lord. May we never lose sight of Our Lady. May we pray often the rosary. May we pray, may we pray and fast, particularly for this upcoming synod. And may we always have our eyes and ears wide open for the Lord is doing marvelous things at this time. And he expects us to pray and to pray with expectant faith that great things are, are happening today and will continue to happen. And this will lead us to the joys then of everlasting life. Amen.